Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome to the White Witch Podcast with me, Carly. Hope you are all well, witches. Today's episode is part two of The Fairy Realm, and our book review today is in keeping with our episode topic. The book is Forbidden Mysteries of Fairy Witchcraft, written by Storm Fairy Wolf. This was a really interesting book. I loved the content. It's quite an advanced witchcraft book. So needed a lot of focus just for me to plow through it. I'm yet to come back to the exercises. Much of the fairy tradition this book delves into is based on the teachings of blind shaman and poet Victor Anderson. The author explains that much of this path weaves together psychicism, ceremonial and folk magic, sexual mysticism and spirit contact. In essence, that reflects in much of the book. I found the section on how the fairy realm is said to be fascinating. He delves into the bard's poetical accounts of their trips to the fairy realm and breaks it down to explain how the fairy realm would appear according to these. I was fascinated by accounts of how the universe was said to be created according to fairy witchcraft belief, which we will delve into today. Also about the fairy king and queen, necromancy, the dark god, aka Baphomet, aka Ardu, which is the Welsh for royal darkness. That's like a perfect pet name for somebody. It delves into hexes and curses, but more in relation to etiquette and how to return or understand if you've had one placed on you. It delves into demons, how angels are really meant to be, also about guardians and watchers. I loved the tarot spreads. One he has in there is called The Devil at the Crossroads. The book has a lot of poetry peppered throughout, which is in keeping with the concept of the bard being able to have the second sight and also being a creative poetic type. In essence, I see this book as one for those who love shadow work. I wish I could say that was me, but no. Storm Fairy Wolf's opening line declares, the fairy tradition is a rich and sensual path of sorcerous soul development. This book gets deep and it gets dark. So some of the Patreons in our Literary Witches Coven over on the White Witch Coven found this book too heavy and didn't want to read it. And I get that. I found it fascinating 
at times there were aspects that didn't appeal to me so much and I checked in with someone else you know who was reading it too just to see if it was me just being a bit of an insecure witch or if they felt the same because I liked the content I found this book a real turning point for me as it set me off with different things that I was inspired on for the podcast but also keen to look at other areas of fairy witchcraft however like my main caveat for this is I wasn't particularly mad on the author. It definitely felt like you were being told off a lot and I'm not good with that. (laughs) Or I just felt made to feel like a bit of a dick when it came to my craft. And that was only a few points. It was like, unless you've made a blood sacrifice and left an offering for the last year to the Fae, like do not pass go. And, you know, it wasn't that extreme obviously, but credit to him he's a very like established practitioner just some points I felt like a naughty schoolgirl being told off and I was just like wow like pop off it's quite rare for me to recommend a book and also have a little moan but don't let that put you off I think that you know it wasn't just me that felt like that but I cannot take away from how good the book was aside from that To be honest, though, I know he isn't there to make people feel better about themselves. I will 100% be going back to work on aspects of this book and build on my craft. I've since bought some other fairy witchcraft books along the same line. They are probably a bit more my cup of tea as they are more based in Celtic lore, which much of my craft is based within anyway. His book has a real combination of influences geographically and so on so it's a really good different take on fairy witchcraft it's not just based in perhaps the celtic side of things hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I did love this book. I learned a lot. It's a serious witchcraft book. I struggled with it, but I really felt that it just pushed me, to be honest. I felt incredibly witchy reading it as I will applying some of the practices. Join me after the break for part two of The Fairy Realm. Welcome back. So coming back to The Fairy Realm from last week's episode, if you didn't listen to that episode, you might want to listen to that first and then come back to this one just for it to make a little bit more sense. 
So Fairyland, we finished up with discussing how it comprises of many other worlds, planes or realms. Each world, plane or realm is located on one of the following levels. There's the heavenly realm, the planes or earth and the underworld. Each serves a different function and is similar to the shaman's concept of the upper world, middle world and lower world. All worlds overlap and deal with different aspects of spiritual evolution. So the heavenly realm, it is from this realm that the origin of the universe as we know it was said to be birthed. From the great cosmic mother's womb came forth life. A common creation myth is that after creating much of the universe, the cosmic mother goddess became lonely, so decided to give birth to a son, son as in S-U-N, but with two meanings. This son lit up the universe and favoured his sister, the earth, and made his way over to her. And from that day until this has remained close to her at all times. As the son grew into a man, he acquired magic of initiating life for releasing his energy. And so he impregnated his sister and thus life in earth began. Don't you just love how all these, you know, myths, fables and so on, just, yeah, so random. In almost all creation myths, spirit moves down into the physical. For example, the angels falling down to earth and so on. This suggests that the movement of spirit is always downward one of Earth's natural laws is, of course, the law of gravity. What goes up must come down. As we grow older, the body sags. At death, we are either buried, submerged, or our ashes are released down into the Earth. In some fairy witchcraft traditions, the heavenly realm is said to teach us of spirit light and dissension, as well as astral travel, connecting with light source, universal energy and the concept of father sky oh father sky sounds really sweet a common chant sung to the heavenly realm is said to be i am opening up to the sweet surrender to the luminous love light of the one above the love light is said to be moonlight sunlight starlight all light that falls down onto our plane from the heavenly realm. This realm represents the unknown because of its vastness, deepness and darkness. All the known laws of earth for the most part do not apply. Yet the heavenly realm is said to be communicating with us and the hermetic adage as above so below is demonstrated constantly. The study of the heavenly realm is a twofold science of astrology and astronomy. In this form of science, we truly see the sharing of the rational and the supposed irrational. There are said to be a number of planes within the heavenly realm and they are called, major pronunciation time here, I spent tons of time googling all of these, some of them didn't even come up so bear with. So we have <laughs> Mac Ildaha, the many coloured plane. We have Macmel, the plane of honey. We have Macmore, the great plane. We have Macfindigat, the plane of white silver. We have Mac 
Argatnel, which is the plain of silver cloud. We have Mac Rain, the plain of the sea. Mac Mon, the plain of sports. Mac Ectek, the bountiful plain. We have Mac Kuin, the gentle plain. Mac Imchuin, the very gentle plain. The very gentle plain. We also have Klihamak the sporting plane, and Senmak, the old plane. And these are said to be the planes that the Tuae de Danan dwelled before their descent to earth. And Mak is said to be where Dana gave birth to the ancient ones. In Celtic mythology, the goddess Danu, also known as Anu or Dana, is the ancient mother of all gods and of the Celtic people. She was thought to be both the original goddess and god, an all-encompassing deity who gave birth to everything and everyone. As in any other realm that the gods are said to have originally dwelled, entrance by a mere mortal has never been proved triumphant, for it's said to be a realm close to our circle of existence and spiritual level of evolution. Some believe that the heavenly realm is where all life once existed. Then we have the plains. This is the level where earth is at, where one time the Tuae de Danan lived amongst humans. Many cultures around the world speak of similar stories. The gods descended and lived with humans. It's said that they mated with the daughters of men here already to go on to create the first tribes of the earth. The plains and the underworld are of most interest in the fairy tradition. The plains are said to teach physical activation, elemental compatibility, cycles, ego development, mind-body connection, functioning in physicality, the concept of Mother Earth and also wakeful consciousness. The earthly realm of fairyland was once known as Erin or Ireland and her heart centre, Cathair Crofthind, which was the stronghold, the physical centre of the fairy power. So each of the five waves of invaders to here gave it different names as follows. So again, tried to do some Googling for some of these pronunciations, Bear with me for some painfulness. First, we have Ford Druin, which was by the Patholans. Then we have Druin Leaf by the Niemha. Then we have the Druin Cairn by the Fearbula. Then we have the Kahir Crofhind by the Tuae de Danan. We have the Tamer by the Milesians and Tara, which is its modern name. The Irish goddess Erin was so important, much of fairy witchcraft tradition is deeply attuned to the land and it's considered a very environmental tradition of the craft. So working with the elements and the directions so that an individual can become aligned with the idea of the land being sacred Within fairy witchcraft, it said one needs to align energies that need to be patterned before entry into the fairy realm can be achieved. These esoteric teachings are to reduce our separation from nature. And by working on like meditation and visualization, we can make further contact with our inner power. 
So our inner power helps us to begin undergoing personal transformation within our minds, emotions and hearts and brings our inner and outer realities together, helping us to see ourselves as extensions of the land, other humans and other life forms and these also as extensions of self. Whew. Then lastly, we have the underworld. So the underworld is said to teach the release of ego, the rich darkness of creation, dissension into the soul, connecting to death without fear, initiation, and delving into the subconscious. At its deepest level, the underworld leads us to a realization of universal consciousness within, not merely within our minds, but within the planet. And the stars, of course, there are within the earth. So there are a number of underworld realms in the fairy tradition, and they are Tekduin, the house of doom, Turnanog, which is land of youth. You've got Turnanban, which is the land of women. You've got Turnile, which is land of the other place. Turnambio, land of the living. Turthothuin, land under the wave. Turtengia, land of promise and ever young. And Emhine Ablach, apple orchard in the land of promise. I'm sorry if I butchered those, but I did Google the pronunciations. The underworld also exists according to its own laws that are opposite to our own. Unlike our law of cause and effect, the underworld has no such cause and effect law, which is perhaps as a result of a difference in their time cycle. There seems to be a realm that resonates beyond such cycles of energy as we know it. We are bound to the cycles of the sun, moon and stars. And because the fairy realm does not contain these or isn't lit by the sun or moon, but instead by light within the land itself, so therefore not governed by our time cycles. The fairy realm is said to draw light from the stars within the earth, which are images of the patterns seen in our own sky. The absence of the sun and moon in their realm depicts the absence of certain human characteristics in the fae. Victor Anderson, the late grandfather of the fairy witchcraft tradition, recommended that any witch working on fairy witchcraft should keep a piece of iron upon their altar to assist with returning from between the worlds, so from deep astral or trance experiences to the fairy realm, as it can anchor us into the physical realm, the middle world or planes of existence. Iron is also a major component in our blood and an element of grounding and physical life force. By using iron, it's said to remind our bodies of our physicality, drawing back our spirits into the world of form, dispelling any hold that other worlds might have upon the practitioner. This is another reason why iron is forbidden when journeying in the fairy realm, as quite simply, it prevents our full immersion into the non-physical. Even a knife or cauldron you use within your practice could be made of iron and used. Iron has long been recognised as a powerful weapon against baneful magic or maleficium, 
Cemeteries were often, often, often surrounded with iron fencing to contain the spirits that dwell within. Often, iron pins were sewn and hidden in the clothes of babies, or a pair of scissors were hung over the crib to prevent the fae from harming or abducting the child. Sounds legit. Myths often speak of iron dispelling the magic of fairies or witches and folklore seems to approach the two almost interchangeably in this regard. So that's all I have for you in regards to the fairy realm. I know it's been quite a short episode this one but it just got quite a lot to all go into one episode So I know this episode, the last one, has all been quite heavy. So definitely looking at our next episode that I'm already working on, being a bit more lighthearted, that will be out within a week's time. Check out the show notes for my other work, my book, The White Witch's Book of Healing, or to join the White Witch Coven, my Patreon. We actually have a get-together for Ostara this Saturday at 7 p.m., Greenwich Meridian time on our discord if you want to sign up and get involved I will put a link in the show notes if you could drop me a review for the podcast I'll be so grateful it means more witches find the show but also because I love to read them too and I'm always grateful for them have a wonderful Ostara whatever you do enjoy have a great week witches lots of witchy love (laughs) 